Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Yes, guys, welcome back to the Canon Podcast. And there's a massive game ahead around the corner, Forest, on, on Tuesday. But, lads, we need to discuss some breaking news. Now, there's been two bits of breaking news, one that was real and one that was false. The real part, of course, being that Jurgen Klopp is leaving Liverpool after nine years. It's been a massive reaction to that, of course. Um, and, you know, the title race itself could have a massive impact on. But I want to go to Alex first here. Klopp leaving Liverpool, what does it mean for Arsenal this season? Because I reckon there will be an impact. Yeah, huge news. Um, and I think firstly, um, you know, I'm I'm going to, and I want to quantify this because I appreciate it's a weird thing coming from an Arsenal fan. I'm going to miss him. You know, I really, I really like Klopp for the league. Um, I think he's been an amazing contribution to the league. He's brought so much entertainment. I've loved his style of football at points. While Arsenal haven't been particularly good, he's been the team I've been rooting for over Man City, all those sorts of things. I think in the last couple of years, you can tell there's been a bit of a um, an energy shift. I, I haven't liked the way he's spoken to certain reporters. I haven't liked the way he's spoken in in certain ways. And you and you know now he's explaining maybe maybe his energy is kind of drained you can see that it's not an excuse necessarily because you need to treat people nicely always but i think you can understand why is at least a reason for it so i think that and i think that's worth saying you know because i think Klopp will be a, a miss for the league but from an arsenal perspective i was very happy very very happy because you know it's it's another another sort of question out the way honestly in terms of its contribution to this season i'm worried because i think the timing of it is really interesting he spoke about it in they they he spoke he said he spoke to the club in November. Um, I have my theories, which we could maybe go into about about why exactly what happened, and you know you hear rumors behind behind the scenes. I do think he probably is um, lacking energy, and I do think he probably is feeling you know the, the, the stresses and strains of nearly you know ten years at, at the top level. Equally, if Salah's off to Saudi this summer, you hear rumors about um, a potential. Um, uh, behind the scenes documentary that he doesn't want to do if he's having a look at you know his midfield and you know and looking at his forward areas and saying if there's going to be no um, no more investment to, to compete with the likes of Pep and Arteta and, and these guys who are spending loads and loads of money or being supported then fair enough he's probably going to start to feel a little bit like wow this is another big job and you know you can kind of understand it but I think from a Liverpool perspective this season you know he said it we've got 30 games left to give Klopp essentially the send-off 
And that is scary to me with it from a team that, um, and, and I would be lying if I said I wasn't scared, from a team that rely on those extra couple of percentages in terms of energy to, to get what I think is best. You know, the, the, the crowd up at Anfield, the, the, the attacking for, uh, football that they play, I think when you know we talk about their unsustainable style of play because it is so front footed and, and and trying to counter press and being you know committing five six seven attackers forward at once if they can get that going and beat teams five three for the rest of the season because they're on that wave yeah i, d- I do worry personally um as i said i don't think it's sustainable long term and i think if he was here next season as i say i wouldn't be worried about liverpool but um i do think for the rest of the season anfield is going to be it's going to be rocking and i'm concerned yeah, and 100%. I think we've seen obviously Amford in the past, regardless of not being there or not being there, you know, it's always been a fortress. And you're right, it will push them forwards. But also, it gives Arsenal an opportunity to become the villains. You know, it's time for Mikel Arteta to maybe win a trophy or win a title in the Pep and Klopp era. George, do you think this Arsenal team, with the players we have available coming back, maybe as well, have the ability to go and become that villainous team and, you know, almost take that moment away? I don't know about villains because I feel like we're, we don't have enough nasty personalities um i think like you know i look maybe ben white could be somebody that you could describe as king of the dark arts in our team but we don't have enough of those guys to really exert that influence we are a physical team i think i more disagree with on the impact to liverpool i mean i kind of talked about it on twitter where i actually think this was worse for liverpool i can't see a logic for why they would release the news at this point I think that, you know, Van Dyke's quotes kind of back up the idea that there's instability and there's uncertainty in the background staff. And I think that with not just the entire coaching team leaving in terms of their sporting director leaving, the vision for Liverpool is at a question mark. And to do that in the middle of the season didn't make sense to me. I feel as though if you've set yourself on leaving, you've, tell, you've told the owners behind the scenes, that's fine. Why make it public now in terms of, what's January in terms of the entire season is left to play. I don't understand the logic for it. And I think with, you know, your big players like Virgil van Dijk saying, well, I don't know if I'm going to stay when Jurgen Klopp leaves. Like, I don't think he's the only one. And I just don't see a positive benefit to making it public now for the team. This whole idea about having a rousing kind of response from a Liverpool perspective or from a perspective of one last dance kind of idea that comes off the back of being a serial winner and winning serial times. That's not been the case for Liverpool. And I think when you start looking at the next step, the next cycle in terms of Mohamed Salah, Trent and Virgil van Dijk looking at their futures with 18 months left on their contract, one of those big players already casting doubt about their potential involvement I don't see where the motivator is here because you're basically motivating for what? You're not going to be sticking with this manager for the following season. I I see a lot of demotivation potentially down the line, and I think a lot depends on their ability to sustain results because I don't know how you respond to difficulty if you know that you don't have your biggest leader and arguably best manager since, you know, Kenny Dalgleish at the football club. And I think Klopp represented more than just being a manager. He represented a visionary to the league in terms of operating, quote unquote, in the right way, in terms of developing talent, in terms of maximizing value. And I think, you know, when you basically have a coach saying, I've run out of steam, when a month ago he was saying that he had complete energy and he was here to stay and there was vehement quotes, for me, something has happened. I don't think that it's as clear or as uh, 
positive is what the media is trying to spin it. And I find it really perplexing that you would release it so early. I, th- I think there is logic to the to the timing. I do. I, th- I think I watched that whole Klopp interview and there's a couple of, look, I think what is being said by Klopp isn't right. Oh, sorry, isn't right, isn't correct, isn't exactly what is being put across. I think he's it's that thing of like, he's not lying, but he's not telling the whole truth. I think, as I say, what's happened is I think he recognises that it's going to be very, very hard to compete with City moving forward. I think that's essentially... Well, that's well he has another rebuild, saying. right? He knows he has to yeah. rebuild the team again. Exactly. So I, I think what happened is he went to them in November. And interestingly, he said in, in the interview... Um, two things. He first he said when I was talking to my wife, there's certain private. He said oh, there's certain private details I won't share here about why. So there are reasons he isn't sharing publicly. So we, we know that for a fact. He also said um, I went to them in November and they said, well, when can we announce it? When can we announce it? And there's there's certain things that you can't do while this information is private. I think what that means is for the future. I think the owners essentially are saying. Um, well, we need you to announce it because we can't go and approach a Chabi Alonso. And, you know, the moment we approach a Chabi Alonso, we know what news is like at the minute. Fabrizio Romano, straight away, at Liverpool have approached this. There's going to be questions, going to be rumours, all these sorts of stuff. So I think what's happened is Klopp's gone, I can't do this anymore. I want to announce it maybe towards the end of the season, whatever. I think it's a, we need you to announce it sooner so we can then go and look for your, your replacement. But I think that plays into Liverpool's hands because I do look at, for example, the Virgil quotes. I think that's a that's a player saying... Yeah, I don't know what happens beyond beyond this season, but let's be clear: Virgil Van Dijk and Jurgen Klopp's emotional connection and their what drives Liverpool is you, you couldn't find many many closer players or, or, or a connection between two a manager and a player that that feels more sort of important for football in in many senses. So that's been such an important connection. Same with Trent, same with Salah. These guys, I think, I hear the kind of demotivated argument. But I think they're probably saying, look, beyond the summer, I agree with you, George. I don't I I, I think there's there's a lot of instability at Liverpool. I think it's going to be a time to rebuild. But I think before the end of the summer, all of these guys have this perfect look, we've got are they in what are they four competitions? Let's win something for Jurgen Klopp. Let's do this for Liverpool. Especially if they feel he's not going to be backed. They will know that. If they if they they will know the real reasons. And I think the real reason is that. Klopp is looking at this and saying, look, I have the energy to manage, but only if I can be supported financially to the same level. And I don't think that's what's happening. I think he's telling us between the lines. And I think the likes of Virgil, Salah, Trent, whatever, will say, look, whatever beyond this season, I don't know. But before the end of the season, let's give him that send-off that he deserves because he's been an amazing manager for us. Mm-hmm. And I think ultimately you've got to look at it as that. You're right, it could impact Arsenal's season. It could change the way our season goes. But me and George have always been adamant this year that Arsenal, for me, are the team to win the title. George, now the news is coming that Klopp is leaving and, you know, there could be that extra motivational factor. Players might want to prove a point. Does that make Liverpool favourites to win a title, in your opinion? No, no. I, I, I kind of maintain that I feel if I look at teams right now that have gone through a rough patch, Liverpool haven't gone through a rough patch. And what my question will always remain, if this is the supposed last dance, how do you motivate a team beyond the rough patch if there's no future, there's no stability? That, for me, never makes sense. The ground there is really shaky, and I think it could be shaky really quick. I, I look at City and probably Arsenal are looking at this beautifully. I mean, you basically have your team talk ready. You know, you, you're going out there to face an opponent and trying to overcome an opponent that right now doesn't believe in their project beyond the next three, four months. And that, for me, is not something that you build sustainable success on. So I, I think the players that come back and ultimately, if you're an Arsenal fan, you're not looking at what Liverpool's doing. You're not looking at what City's doing. You're looking at your own yard. You're looking at fixing your own kind of issues. And I think every title challenger is going to be doing the same. I just think 
the entire league will step up and we'll say that there's a void. There's a power vacuum in terms of what manager will come to fill in. And by the way, we already see it. Chappie, uh, not Chappie, Alonso, but Chavi uh, from Barcelona already leaving. There's a hole down in Barcelona. There is a managerial um, kind of hotbed. And with Jurgen Klopp out of the picture, regardless of what you think about current title potential, I think he's somebody that's really well respected in the world. And the Premier League is losing one of the biggest managers that they've had in the last several several years, maybe five years. So there's going to be a managerial power vacuum in the world. Who steps up to go and fill it? You know, you got you talk about your Chappie Alonzos, you talk about um, you know, who who else could come in? Julian Nagelsmann, I mean Zidane's Deserby. There, there are young managers, but no one necessarily proven. And I think when you start listing the top managers in the world beyond Carlo Ancelotti and Pep, Klopp's name was always synonymous with that top tier. There is somebody that's going to have to fill in the boots. And I think uh, to loop it back to Arsenal, Mikel could look at that as an opportunity. I think that they're, um, the squad is primed for a push in the second half of the season. I've maintained that. I think that the underlying metrics that we keep perceiving, by the way, keep noting Arsenal in the top for far more things than I think we give them credit for in terms of box defending, in terms of uh, even open play chance creation, being second in the Premier League, behind you know Liverpool by, what, 10 open play chances. That's not the narrative that I've seen online broadly. Um, the gap is quickly shortening so i think it's just about arsenal pulling through counter press as well so it's cut off yeah um and and the counter press which again we've been talking on the channel for how long but i believe that the press is coming back and we're seeing these metrics pile up so i think um we've got inklings that the team is ready for a push i think ultimately they got in the words of nike just do it at this point and you've got to start racking up those results and backing up the good play because the good play's there but now we need to go on a run and um, I do find that we're primed for a good run. But in terms of Liverpool, I would look at them with close eyes. I'm really keenly looking to see what is the response to a bad run. Because I think City, um, despite them having charges lifted over their head, what has Pep done? He's gone and said, even if we get relegated, I'm going to sign a renewal. Now, that could all be lies. We don't know. I mean, you don't take managers and quotes at face value. But at least in the public eye, stability. What did Mikel Arteta do in his first press conference when there was links of rumors away? I don't like the fact that that rumor came about. I'm clearly more uh, committed to Arsenal stability. So when I start to look at the top three kind of title challengers, Liverpool actually for me are the only club that currently have the most instability within the run-in on a future long-term basis. So I don't know how that affects players. Um, and, And I have a feeling that if there is an issue... It could be more difficult to kind of have a rousing uh, response to that difficulty. Mm-hmm. I think that for me, the most important question, though, is in terms of obviously you've got City in the race and I still think they're the favourites. But in terms of also Liverpool, you've got two different types of models this season. You've got one that have the almost the game breakers, the ones that take the chances, but they don't have, I think, as good a system as Arsenal's. Alex, system versus game breakers in terms of this season, what do you think is more sustainable for a title charge? Yeah, you need both. I think... And City have both. Yeah, and Mad City have both. And I think we have, we know we have an incredible system, but the question mark is, you know, who is our... What is the inevitable... Which George and I spoke about on the last podcast. What is the inevitable thing in our team? What is the thing that it doesn't matter what you do, De Bruyne is going to be able to find Haaland from the half space and that's going to happen. Trent is going to play that ball to Salah and that is going to happen. You, you, No team in the world can stop it. What is our equivalent? 
It's like, you know, Fabio Vieira's final ball, if he can get on the pitch. Is it Saka coming inside? Not really. You know, so you're starting to look around, you're going, you know, what is our inevitability? And I don't think we we have one. Um, I think in terms of the start race, as I've always said, I think we'll come second because I think you need both. And I think City have both. And I, and I, and as I've always said, I, I think system wise, I think li- while Liverpool, it's almost like we're the two challenges, City have both. And Liverpool have the game breakers, but I don't think their system is quite perfect. I think we have the system that is great, but we don't have the game breakers. And that's why I think both will fall short. I think I still think we'll come second over Liverpool. Um, but um, but, but um, maybe something will change now. Maybe, maybe we'll come third uh, to, to, to Liverpool, depending on what happens in the second half of the season. But yeah, I, I, I've always said that, that City have both. And until we get our game breaker, I will not put us as as, 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 as favourites for the title. The thing is, is, you know, so much of football is putting people, and we talk about it all the time, don't we? Putting people in the positions where they do their best work. Where Where is someone on the pitch when they are the thing that got them to this level? Emil Smith-Rowe, what got him to this? What, what did, you know, Steve Rowley, or whatever his name is, see at 10 years old? What did, you know, Francis Cajigal see him, Gabriel Martinelli, whatever? What is that thing? put them in the positions to do that and then we'll get there. And I think the system is so good, but sometimes doesn't allow for that. And what I'd love to see from Arteta in the back half of the season is using what we already have and then going out in the summer to to add something that we don't have and and, and that inevitable quality. And I think another thing that Arsenal fans might love to see from Arteta is a new contract because of all the recent rumours. too good. You know, Even in Budapest, George. In all, in all that, I've, I've had no hour of sleep as well. I'm, I'm actually tired. Uh, <laughs> but listen, I, I think what it is, right, is Arteta has been linked to a move to Barcelona. There was that fake rumour coming out that um, he had made his choice and he was going to leave. Do you know uh, Spanish when they go, ahora? And they had the breaking news. And it was, I was like, uh-oh, here we go. But of course, you know, it seemed to be fake and Arteta confirmed it after it as well. Now that Xavi has left Barcelona, George, though, would you be surprised if Barca were to really push for Arteta and try to convince him? Because I don't see him leaving because it makes no sense in terms of logic. A team that is more stable, that have given you more backing and can give you more backing going forwards. Why would you leave that when you're so close to something than to go to a Barcelona side, which he may have affiliation towards, but I, th- I reckon he has more towards Arsenal. Thanks for checking out the Canon Podcast. To hear the full episode, sign up as a YouTube member on this channel or go to patreon.com forward slash the Canon Pod. Sports Social Podcast Network. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.